0: Man, they all got to go. We ain't. We ain't gonna lose no more without a fight. Better know that right. I want y'all to already know now.
1: Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosher Studios. Anytime, anywhere,
2: smartphone, tune in radio app. We are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Pippi Yoon, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 106.1 FM NASH ICON at nashfm1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner. By Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville and Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the r Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligence sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus, New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star.
3: And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access here on NASH ICON 1061-FM. On the web at NASHFM1061.com. Of course, tune in app for you anywhere in the world via iHeart. And you can also get us via Alexa at home. Just tell her to play WRKN. You can check out the podcast following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on the menu, click on More, and click on Podcast to listen back to what you missed or to what you liked. Email address, Ken at CrescentCitySports.com, or you can always call It's 504-260-1061 to do so. Coming up in just a bit, we'll talk about college baseball. Also, next segment, documentary, Algiers America. Jackson Fager, the architect, will join us to talk about A really compelling series coming up on Hulu here, just about to get started with that. And speaking of which, joining us now is a gentleman that's prominently featured in that and a good friend and a guy that uh, has uh, done great work in this industry for many years now, including with us previously at Crescent City Sports, and now, of course, doing a lot of things, whether it's game broadcasts for Tulane or uh, with his uh, website work and his online work and Bird Rights, and he'll talk about that change too here in a moment. It's great to welcome David Grubb to the show. David, good evening.
0: Always a pleasure to talk to you, Jim.
3: Hey, let's start with uh, where you're at now because things have changed a little bit, and I know you're excited about it.
0: Yeah, um, Ali Costello, who you know well um, as the editor in chief of the Bird Rights, he and I are now partnering. Um, SB Nation let a number of sites go. And um, Ali and I decided that we wanted to continue it, um, that the the name and that that community that had been built up had some equity. And and, uh, so we're working together to keep that going. And so we've rebranded it and uh, we're starting to expand uh, the content that we produce. And I think folks are really going to be excited about what we do there um, just to augment what is a growing uh, basketball community in the city of New Orleans um and then of course uh, hard to paint still continues and uh i'm also going to be producing a podcast for maddie Hudak. um she's gonna be doing a football podcast for uh, me as well so um, i'm expanding and trying to to give other people opportunities like you gave me
3: well that's what we're here for and if we can't we can't service and 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 work with and help others and we're, we're wasting our time here on this earth i can assure you of that my friend well, David, you were at the premiere the other night before we talk about the NBA for Algiers American. As I mentioned, you're prominently part of it. Uh, they followed me around for quite a few years and asked for my cooperation. And, of course, with my my good friendships with Taurus Howard and Bryce Brown, it was a pleasure doing so. And this is going to be a compelling series. And you lived it, so you know it. It's easy for me to, to speak about it because I, I didn't live that. I haven't been part of that. But I've been around it and witnessed some of it. But you, you're you in that community, and you knew everything about it. So what does this mean to you, and what can people expect, and why is this important?
0: It's, for me, it, it, the timing is is really um, serendipitous because I graduated in the first graduating class at Dakar in 1993, um, and here we are 30 years later, um, and this story is being told. Um and for me car is extremely personal i graduated from car my brother graduated from car my sister graduated from car my mom was pto president you know um we helped car become a high school by going to um school board meetings so you know to to have seen this um and then also helped reopen it after hurricane katrina so all of these things car is part of my family's dna and to watch the good and the bad that it has to deal with on a consistent basis it's so much more than than what people know when they just know the, the the excellence in athletics or when they see the band during mardi gras you know these are kids that go home and live lives that no kid should have to see or deal with on a daily basis that no teacher that no coach should have to deal with but they're surviving in this. And I hope people take away that not just to be inspired by what Br- Bryce Brown is doing, but to be inspired to act, like get up and help with this because it's not just New Orleans. It's all across our country. And we need people to care more about what's happening to these kids.
3: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And and all of the people, I mean, look, I, when they transition into a high school, of course I've been covering high school sports for 40 plus years and, and remember it vividly. And The names were mentioned, but I want to mention because there were some really, really good people. Uh, Bill Robinson, Dom Watney, who were the architects and got things started, of course, and just really good men, aside from being good coaches. And then, of course, uh, people like Jabbar Jaluk, leading into Bryce. I mentioned Taurus Howard, Jessica Barber. I could mention them all. Just a lot of people that gave of themselves incessantly. They were good coaches, but better people, and their whole goal is to is to produce better people. That's it. That's basically what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, there's no higher thing you can do, and you talk about this not just in your career, but you talk about this with us as people when, when we just associate that service is what we're all about. This is what we're supposed to do, is to do something else for someone else in whatever capacity we can. And uh, people at Carr and, and just like, again, like so many places around this country embody that. So I hope people see themselves in this, um, and can relate to this, and then realize that you know there's so much we can do to make this better. Um, and and it's not just you know it's it's not just something that kids should overcome. It's it's like what can we do to, to make them have less to, to fight over?
3: Yeah, I didn't even mention Rock Wahlbeck, or Should have mentioned Rock too. He's a wonderful guy, and and they all love him there. And he did a fantastic job for a long time. But every one of these individuals were very special in the formation and the continuation of that that great legacy that exists at Carr. And I hope people watch this on Hulu. Again, it's Algiers America. All right, so before we talk about the Pelicans, just your brief thoughts on Draymond Green. Look, uh, my thoughts are obvious. I'm fair-minded. The history of things obviously contributed to this, but I think more than anything else, his reaction afterwards contributed to it, not just... The antics on the court after the the stomp, but also his words afterwards, and you know, no remission, and almost making light of the whole thing, and and that's not to completely exonerate Sabonis. He did grab his leg, but there's no call for what Green did. Look, we as Pelicans fans and and followers and and critics and everything else, we saw what he did to Herb Jones. It wasn't all was just what over just over a month ago, and that was ridiculous. And this is a consistent pattern of behavior. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is, to me, it's no different than what we saw with Dennis Rodman or Ron Artest, Metal World Peace, however you want to refer. Uh, um, you know, it's that at some point the NBA just has, and they, they said in their announcement that your your pattern of behavior is part of this too. Yep. And, you know, Sabonis was given a technical foul. He was. So it wasn't like he escaped punishment. Correct. Um, so I think for Draymond, as you said, it's not, first of all, Anybody who says that that's a, the normal action of pulling your foot away—I've been a basketball player. I've played sports, and even if you haven't, you could clearly see the intent to push yep. directly down um, on the step. But the, the motions with the crowd, the way he acted, the yelling at the referee—all of those things—and then, as you said, the post-game, his attitude then, and what he said to the um, to the to the media. He, I mean, he essentially said, "This is what I did. I stopped him." Um, And so I don't think that there's anything the NBA can do at this stage. They don't owe him the benefit of the doubt. He's been in this position before on the biggest stage in the finals, and he took away from his team. So, I mean, this is what you have to live with with Draymond Green. And it's worked for the two to two the to four championships, but it also costs you games on occasion.
3: Yep. I couldn't agree more. I'm 100% on board with what you had to say. And it's interesting because this isn't the Warriors – losing back in 15-16 to the Cavs when Green cost him the championship because this Warriors team is very vulnerable and they don't win on the road but by him not playing in game three if they lose that game he will have cost them a second potential championship and there's that's part of his legacy even though he's won four championships and he's the kind of guy that if he's on your side typically people love him and they love him antagonizing others but if he's on the other side Nobody likes him, and that's kind of where he's at. He's going to have to live with the legacy of being a championship player, but also being a guy that probably cost his team another championship, if if not two.
0: And I think that all those guys, when you walk that line, that means that sometimes you're going to fail at what you do. You're going to cost people things, and that's to accept that. You know, I think for the teams, even you know, for Steve Kerr, there's a amount that he has to be willing. Everybody is complicit in creating Draymond you know no it's not by accident because if they if you had you have to accept his excesses as a you know brilliant defensive player a guy who's been a, a vital cog to these championship teams but it's he doesn't get away with it if the coaching staff if ownership doesn't allow these things to going back to him punching his own teammate in the face before the season starts yep this is not incongruent with who he is so people shouldn't be shocked but he shouldn't be shocked at the consequences
3: no, he's, and, and the arrogance is, is something that I'm sure bothers the league and bothers a lot of other people, okay? There's no mea culpa or anything involved here where he's concerned. That's just who he is. All right, so injuries are certainly playing a large role in the NBA playoffs. John ja Morant, questionable, Giannis DeQuampo, doubtful. I mean, these are these are transcendent players. And before it started, I'm on record. You know, I picked Milwaukee and Phoenix, so it's kind of a mixed bag for me thus far and that would be a rematch of two years ago what have you seen in the playoffs thus far and who do you like to get to the finals
0: yeah i had milwaukee like you and i was going milwaukee and, and um golden state i thought you know they might get hot and, and get through the west is just so jumbled it's still really hard for me to like anybody too much though i am very impressed with what sacramento has done and with what boston has done um boston has looked very good defensively um They've been very active, uh, and I think Marcus Smart is going to play some really obsessed basketball after getting no votes for Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I think Boston's still the favorite in the East, and I would, I'd I probably say that nobody's playing better in the first round than Sacramento at this point, this early stage.
3: Yeah, it's amazing how well they've played and how quickly they've progressed and how they put that team together, and they're exciting to watch, too. They're a fun team to watch because of the way they play fast and score the basketball. So that has been eminently enjoyable all right so the plight of the pelicans everything surrounds zion of course and yet here we are and you know you take the zion element out of it for a minute what else does this team have to do to improve where do they really have to address things outside of williamson
0: they've got to raise the floor for this team you saw that when they go to the bench as the season went on what they thought was the deepest team in the nba before it started that that was exposed they weren't as versatile and they weren't as deep as they thought um, you know, clearly the front court has to be addressed even if you're bringing back Jonas Valanciunas, which I don't see a, that being a problem considering what he can do you have to use him offensively and then you have to have players who compliment him behind him. Jackson Hayes in four years, he has, he has not shown any inclination to be better or to desire to be better and Larry Nance is too small to play the five, Billy Hernan Gomez is as limited defensively as Jonas is so they have to find that kind of rim protector I think the other part is you're looking for someone who can handle the ball, whether it's a shooting guard or a point guard, someone who could create and take that burden off of C.J. McCollum um, this offseason, take it off of Brandon Ingram, and then uh, you know be under the assumption that even if you get the most out of Zion, you're thinking you're going to get 60 games, 60 to 65 games. So someone who can also play that power forward position um, for you as well. The Pelicans don't really have a backup at the power forward spot who can do thing, anything remotely similar, either score in the post or pass the basketball um, out of that post position. So I think there's some things there. And this team needs to get more mature and uh, be, and, and get an identity in the offseason. And that's something that, that has to happen through Willie Green. And he needs to decide what kind of coach he's going to be and what time, kind of team this is going to be.
3: Yeah, I think Willie Green's good, and I love him personally, and I think he's maturing as a coach. I don't think he's quite there yet. Maybe staff change, well, there'll be at least one staff change, it appears, uh, imminent, but uh, we'll see how that progresses. I really equated him to Monty Williams at this stage of his career as a head coach, and we all see how far he progressed as a head coach. Of course, he didn't deserve to be let go here in the first place, but that's another story for another day. And with regard to the players, Green relates to them well, but there were just unacceptable losses that killed this team. The loss in Houston was terrible. Uh, The loss in Minnesota was really bad, obviously cost him immensely. And then, of course, the play and loss to a team that's the second youngest in the league with a losing record, uh, playing on your home floor where you're favored to win, and you'd beaten them three out of four times. I mean, this was a failure, and that's why I do not categorize this season as being a success or a season of progress, even though they won six more in the regular season than last season.
0: Well, I mean, you look at it, a, a team that was better wouldn't lose 10 games in a row. Wouldn't go ten and twenty five, um, you know. Prior to April, uh, after the after the turn of the, the new year, that's not what good teams do. And we just saw the inconsistency throughout the season. They could not get up for consecutive games. Winning back to back was hard. Winning three in a row was almost impossible for this team until late in the year. So it, it just—I don't think that they were better. I think what what was around them was worse because they still struggled with some of the bottom feeders. They were under five hundred against the East. They had a poor road record. They didn't do well in really close games. There's still just a lot that this team has to do to improve, and I hope that David Griffin is sincere when he says he's glad that they didn't fool themselves into thinking that they were better than they are because I think they did that the prior two offseasons.
3: Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, I don't think Jackson Hayes has a future here. I doubt that Hernan Gomez has much of a future here. Uh, then, of course, Larry Nance, you mentioned he's just not he's not a backup five. I mean, not in this league. He might be able to play a role on your team. Najee Marshall doesn't seem to be an answer moving forward. So they've got some spots to to really address. And, of course, the other part of that is health. Alvarado was out that hurt. And then there's Zion. And... My take on that is simple. You know, at least one more season for Zion. You've got to, he's, he's that good. He's hes a superstar player if he's healthy. The only guy on the team that fits that category. But again, you're going into year five. Many people have invoked the name of Joel Embiid and in terms of it took him four years to get to be that guy. And now he's elite and, and say, well, maybe that will happen with Zion. And he could, and we hope it does. And yet, if next year rolls around and he can't play 60 games and say we're back to where he's playing 30 games again, can you continue to move forward with him?
0: I don't think you can. And let's also be realistic about the Joel Embiid scenario. Yeah, Joel's probably going to win the MVP this year, but he's never been past the second round either. Nope. So, you know, like, even if you get that, that if that's your ceiling, that's still a disappointment for this franchise. Um, to not get past the second round because they haven't been there already. So I think you have to at this point, like you said, you ride this out with Zion as long as you possibly can. You have to give him every opportunity to prove you wrong. But if there's at this year, if this year you don't see the desire to be great either on his part or the availability to be great, then yes, you have to start planning for a future without Zion Williamson.
3: The future with Murphy and Jones looks very good. They improved dramatically this season. And then, of course, you know we mentioned Alvarado and undrafted free agent and what he brings to the team. The one question mark, Dyson Daniels is young, so you got to wait and see what you've got there. He's good athletically, can't score, doesn't want to score yet, but he's got to develop something in that realm. But then there's Kyra Lewis, and I know we've talked about it, but he's the one guy that I don't know that anybody's sure about at this point as to whether he can be a guy for you or not.
0: You've seen flashes of really good play from Kyra. Um, You look at the the body type, the athleticism, and we've talked about this, he should be able to do everything that Jose Alvarado provides, Kyra should be able to give you, but better because he's taller, he's bigger, he shoots better Um, naturally. I think he'll develop into an even better shooter um, than than Jose is, and I think he can be a better defender because of his length. Um, So... You want to give him the opportunity, but one of the things I think that we can say about Willie Green is he is reluctant to give rookies extended minutes, and the Pelicans have an inordinate amount of young players, so now Kyra is essentially still a rookie as far as playing time goes. They need to find out. You're going into his final year of his contract with an extension available, going to be available to him. They can't extend him without knowing what he is
3: couldn't agree more and obviously that's a, a question mark and you're right about the front court they must address that and I, I couldn't agree with you more on anything you say I'm, I'm right on right on the same par with you about everything they need front court help they need to move on from Nance's the backup five they need to move on from Marshall they need to move on from Jackson Hayes Kyra Lewis deserves a further look Jonas needs to be brought back for his offense and rebounding and and then you got to give Zion another year I think we've covered it all right
0: And get Trey Murphy shots. There should never be a game (laughs) when he's not getting double digit shot attempts. Yeah, it it should never happen.
3: That should be the case with him and Valanchunas. Valanchunas on the block, Murphy, you know, just shots, period, because he's developed a game where he can drive and score now, too. But he's got a chance to be a special player, and that's obviously a very good thing. David, uh, remind everybody about how they can follow you on every platform.
0: Yes, at DM Grub on Instagram and Twitter, and harden the paint wherever you get your podcasts
3: outstanding really appreciate you my friend uh, keep up the great work we'll follow you continuously now uh, with your work on the pelicans and and doing the two lane games and everything that you do appreciate the time and nothing but the best Here.
0: thanks so much for the support
3: all right david you got it david grubb and obviously uh, check out algiers america because we're going to talk about that coming up next we'll be drawn by the architect the producer uh, creator of that particular entity on hulu Jackson Fager, it's pretty special. I was at the debut previously, and it was compelling. We'll talk about that with Jackson Fager next. We'll also talk college baseball a little bit later on in the show. We're glad you're with us on this Wednesday night. It's All Access. I'm Ken Trahan. Rudy Dixon is our producer. And we're back in just a moment right here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and on the web at NashFM1061.com.
2: New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life, 1061, Nash Icon.
4: Hey guys, this is Keenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that AutoTrader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with AutoTrader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home. Or that I could shop by price on AutoTrader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy. AutoTrader.
5: Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack. But not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates. It's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter.
2: And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com
3: free. That's ZipRecruiter.com/slash-free.
6: Wait, aren't these all charitable donations? At Magda's Tax Prep, every person I'd counts. Do not
2: have to file for an extension.
6: She needs new auditors to maximize returns on her family time. On
2: itemized deductions. Hey, can someone help with these 1099s?
6: Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed, you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park.
5: Ouch! (laughs) Turns out he likes to do it by feel. Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, trunk lids, license plate holders, and headlights.
1: (laughs) They've got lots of headlights. When you need parts, get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. One Mississippi, two
4: Mississippi. Keep counting at those stop signs, Alex Full Stop and doesn't go until she counts to five, McSweeney, because you are a safe driver. And like most drivers who sign up for Snapshot from Progressive, which customizes your rate for how and how much you drive, you could earn a discount for your good driving. So don't turn into an Alex Rolling Stop and goes whenever she wants, McSweeney, because once an Alex Full Stop and doesn't go until she counts to five, McSweeney,
6: always an Alex Full Stop. Well, you know the rest. Sign up for Snapshot today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents. Progressive protects more than just your home and car. You could save when you bundle your motorcycles, ATVs, boats, and RVs. Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of the wind in the trees as your RV sits parked in the forest. Is that the call of the majestic owl? And there's the sound of a tree branch crashing into the roof of your RV. Oof, I guess their nest was in that branch. But you know what does sound good? You're covered with progressive. So bundle all your vehicles in home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers.
7: With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing slash to be in your band
2: next up for lead guitar you're in
7: cool <laughs> yep even easier than that and with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts is it even a decision that's banking reimagined what's in your wallet terms apply see capital one.com slash bank for details capital one and a member fdic this report is sponsored by macy's join macy's and trust for public land to help turn bare schoolyards into vibrant parks when you donate online or in store all throughout April, give back today during Earth Month at macyscom slash
3: purpose. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. In college baseball, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajun surprised top-ranked LSU 8-5 in Baton Rouge. Tulane defeated UNO 8-6, Southeastern Louisiana whipped Jackson State 14-4, Nichols handled Mississippi Valley State 12-3, Xavier edged Rust 8-7, and Delgado split a doubleheader with John Melvin, winning 10-1 and losing 5-4. In softball, Southern down Xavier 3-0. In the NBA playoffs, Boston down Atlanta 119-106 to take a 2-0 lead. Cleveland over New York 107-90, that's even at 1-1. The Suns got even with the Clippers 123-109. Tonight, Miami at Milwaukee, Giannis Antetokounmpo is doubtful with a lower back injury. Minnesota at Denver, the Lakers are at Memphis. College basketball, former Dunham star Carlos Stewart of Santa Clara is coming home. Transferring to LSU, joining former Dunham teammate Jordan Wright as a transfer to the Tigers. Stewart averaged 15.2 points for Santa Clara last season. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your
2: mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 NASH ICON and at NASHFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061.
3: Welcome back to the show on this Wednesday evening. Ken Trahan with you. And, you know, we just talked to David Grubb about the Pelicans, the NBA, and touched on Algiers America with David, who, of course, has been a friend and contributor for Crescent City Sports for many years previously. Now we talk about the documentary itself with the architect, the gentleman that was the the force behind this, among others. He'll give others credit, and understandably so, but great to have Jackson Fager with us. Jackson, good evening to you.
1: Hey, Ken. How you doing, my man?
3: I'm doing fine, and uh, you're none the worse for where. I know it was quite a task to get to this point with that documentary, but you had the premiere uh, at the Orpheum this past Saturday night, and it was a smashing success.
1: Yeah, man, I will never forget that experience. Uh, just seeing all those people in the room, all the coaches, the players, the parents, even you, man. I mean, you know, we're talking almost three years here that we've been working at this, and you played such a vital role in it. I mean, I've been listening to your voice <laughs> through this whole damn edit as I've watched every episode probably a hundred times,
6: and I mean, just having your voice throughout it was so important to the story.
3: Well, it's humbling, and it was a blessing to be part of it with all my friends. Over the years there, and, you know, from Bill Robinson to Don Watney, who was a very close personal friend, to Jabbar Jalouk, to Taurus Howard, to Jessica Barber, to Rock Wahlbacher, of course, Bryce Brown. I mean, that's just most of them, but not all of them. So many people have been part of that car operation. And what they've been able to do on the floor and on the fields have been special, but what they've done off the field and off the floor, that's what's been the most special aspect of this.
1: Yeah, 100%. When you name all those names, too, I mean, what, what a list, right? I think, uh, you know, Jabbar Jaluk for me, yeah, I was so happy that we got to uh, honor him on Saturday night and in the first episode of this series because, you know, he was such a huge part of all this. And, you know, w- w- with Bryce Brown, he'll be the first to tell you that none of this happens without Jabbar Jaluk, And a lot of the lines that Bryce would tell me over these years, you know, came from came from Coach Jaluk. You know, when Coach DeLuke took over, you know, they weren't even winning playoff games. And, and here they are now where, where it's a disappointment if they're not winning the championship every year.
3: Yeah, it all started with Don Watney, who won a state championship, went to two others, and a wonderful man uh, who uh, was not only colorblind, but he was an incredible force and an incredible person. to So many people at that school and in that community. Bill Robinson, the same way, just a special guy. Uh, and those were great coaches, and it had to start when they transitioned from a grammar school to a high school, and that's where it began. And then they'd taken it to another level, as you point out in the documentary. So uh, what inspired you to do this, Jackson? How did you get the concept?
1: Well, I actually I worked for WWL yep. in my 20s, yep. and I was the local news cameraman. I covered all the fires, festivals, murders, you name it, right? Every day, a different, different job, different assignment. My favorite job was the Friday Night Lights high school football and I'm from Connecticut originally, so it just blew me away when I, when I experienced it. My first game I ever covered was actually a car football game. And so over like five years, you know, we did stories on players who were going through similar things that you'd see in, in the in the series that I that I did here. And we even covered car in the state championship in two thousand eleven when they lost in overtime uh, to Franklinton and we were doing a story on the quarterback of of the Franklinton team, Terrence McGee. Yep and tonka george was the quarterback that lost that game in overtime i'll never forget it it was so emotional and you know it just stuck with me and and so i I left wwl i went out in the world i covered a lot of conflicts i I lived in africa and i always found that everywhere i went you know there were in in places of adversity there were people that were rising above and fighting there for their community and fighting for their people and so when i moved back to new orleans I, I had always just, you know, I, I love sports and I, had, I wanted to mix it up and not just be in news anymore. And I thought this was a great opportunity to combine, you know, the high school football with a, a subject I care a lot about, which is it was gun violence in this country. And I think it's a very underreported problem and maybe the most important problem in our country. And, and I met Bryce Brown and uh, it was almost like it was always meant to be. It just, it just worked out really well. And, and here we are now
3: visiting with Jackson Fager, Algiers America is the documentary. All right, so for those that aren't aware, tell everybody about the documentary, how many episodes, where they can access it.
1: So it's five episodes. The first two are airing today on Hulu. It's just crazy to say it, man. I'm looking at the screen right now as I talk to you. Mm-hmm. And it's the front page of Hulu and the trailer's playing as as you just turn on Hulu, which is, uh, is uh, I just it's hard to believe. Um, and then every Wednesday, Uh, another episode will play five episodes total they're an hour long each there's no narrator there's no host this story is told by the kids by the coaches by people in the community and i think that's what i'm most proud of
3: very special and then of course with regard to the impact you know what do you hope to accomplish with this what do you hope comes out of this more than anything else
1: Uh, a couple things ken um i i hope that kids across this country will watch this little kids and they will see kids that they can relate to who are going through such an unimaginable circumstances, like these five kids that we highlight in the series and to see them succeed the way they do. I think that if they watch this, that will give them hope that, Hey, that could be me. You know, I can do it. And that could happen all across this country. That would be, that would be incredible. Um, and also, I just hope that, you know, as I've said, David Grubb, he, he's in the series and he says people should be coming down here to learn from Bryce Brown to see what he's doing. And I hope this series acts as a blueprint for, for coaches and players and people all across the country to see that, you know, what uh, someone can do in a community with support of all the incredible people he has around him and the success that they, that they have. Because, yes, they've lost a few people along the way, but they've saved thousands of lives. And it's it's a remarkable celebration of this person.
3: Very much so. And look, where cars concerned, I, I did their first state championship game back in '93 when Watney was the coach, and did one of their other games that he coached as a state championship game broadcast, and then did all the ones that Jabbar Jaluk uh, coached, of course, did all those broadcasts, and then with Bryce Brown, I've done all the broadcasts of of the state championship games that he's been involved with. So it's been it's a long history there one of the things that was most compelling to me in the in the premiere was when the young man made the statement you know i i have to be very judicious very i'm paraphrasing very cautious and very selective about who i hang around with because i can just be innocent hanging around with somebody and still get shot and i I just thought that was unbelievably compelling because those of us that have not lived that at all and haven't lived in that kind of atmosphere find that very hard to understand, but it's true.
1: Yeah, so you're talking about Taiji
3: Hill yes, there, and correct. he says
1: that, and all, all of these kids go through that. I mean, they are they aren't allowed to be normal kids like the rest of us were, and that's that's a sad sad reality. And and we we need to change that, right? And you know, they they're, they can't go to parties. They're they're scared to be seen in photos with the wrong people. They have to grow up very fast here, and they're constantly worried that they're going to wake up and they could get killed, whether it's they're, they're targeted or they're just an innocent bystander, because they're all losing friends and family members, every single one of them. Every every kid on this team has lost a family member or a best friend to gun violence, and Taiji Hill,
3: in his senior year, loses his two best friends and his cousin to gun violence. It's remarkable uh, to, to try to comprehend that and understand that, because obviously, I didn't grow up in that environment. I, have, I I relate to it tremendously, and I and I think the best thing any of us can do, and it doesn't matter where you come from, what you look like, what your party affiliation, it doesn't make any difference. What matters is educating yourself and understanding. If you try to understand where people are coming from and what they're living and why they feel the way they do, then you can have respect for people regardless of whether you have agreement with them on some things or not, and you can definitely relate to them, and, and then you can solve issues. And I think that's that's a systemic problem in society today, period, because, uh, again, uh, the vitriol is ridiculous. And the way people automatically dismiss others because they think differently about something is ridiculous. And that's got to end. I totally agree, man. You know, I hope I hope this story sheds a
1: light on all of that. And, you know, as I said earlier, I think this should be topic A in our country right now. I don't know why it's not talked about more. And I hope this story and this series is a small step in that direction of getting people to talk more and a bit of a wake-up call, right, while also getting to show you some of the best damn high school football in the country.
3: There and, you go. And
1: uh, putting a spotlight on Louisiana football. And so you know, I think both of those things are very important that, that come out of this. A
3: couple of minutes left, about two minutes left with Jackson Fager. So Hulu and the first two episodes this evening, what's the time element? When can people access them?
1: right now you start yep. right, you go on hulu right now the right. first two episodes are airing as yep. we speak as
3: we speak okay yeah and and they'll be able to access those continuously so and it's 5 weeks uh, to be able to watch this yeah. and again i haven't seen the whole product but i know basically what people are going to see and and i think getting back to my point that i made in my last statement it's it's educational as much as anything it's great for anybody anywhere to watch this and try to understand uh, what people have endured what they deal with every day and and perhaps why they feel the way they feel and when you gain a greater understanding then you're going to have a greater relationship with people moving forward
1: well and it's a big thanks to all these kids and the coaches for letting me in because you know, when, when you spend a lot of time with people and we've been with them for almost three years now, that's when it really gets intimate. And that's when you, they open up and you're not just scratching the surface and you're really seeing what they're genuinely going through and they're, and they're guiding you through it and helping you understand what it's like to be a kid in this community, in this, in this city and in this country right now. Um, and I I, honestly, I think with these episodes just gets better and better. Um, I mean, I, the final episode is is tragic and beautiful, and and I think I hope, and I hope that this
3: is talked about, and and you know, in the whole country, I hope sees it. Yeah, I joke with Bryce because. You know, the last two years rather than broadcasting his championship game, he's been in the broadcast booth with me doing the game. So I was there with you, man. He's joking <laughs> he's joking about it with me. He said, Yeah, he, said, he calls me Mr. T. I call him the godfather. He said, I love me when you Mr. T, but I don't want to be with you next year. So no, I don't oh want you to be here. I don't but want I, you to be here either, I was dude.
1: With you. I was with you for one of those where I was filming it and mm-hmm. Bryce got lost in the superdome. <laughs> as he was trying to find you because he had never had to go in for a game like that because he's always busting because he's one of the teams playing in it
3: of course <laughs> he doesn't know the rest of the building so i'm glad he found us by the way so we had a good broadcast it, it, it took
0: him a minute yeah I'll
1: tell you
3: that. <laughs> he figured it out this past year so but he didn't want to come up there again so hopefully for his sake that's not the case jackson fager great job again it's a wonderful documentary, and we ask people to check out Algiers America on Hulu, access it, watch it, enjoy it, learn from it, and then share it. Jackson, thank you. Uh, keep up the great work you're here, and God bless you and yours with your continuing efforts.
1: Ken, yeah, I appreciate you, man. Seriously, thanks for all your help along the way.
3: My pleasure. Thank you, Jackson. That's Jackson Fager, and again, it's Algiers America. It's on Hulu now. If you want to watch it, five episodes, you can watch two immediately via Hulu. Hulu. We'll take a time out here. 504-260-1061. When we return in just a moment, college baseball, the topic as we continue with all access for a Wednesday night. Ken Trahan on 1061FM Nash icon and at NashFM1061.com.
7: Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. Call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Call 800-377-6363. 800-377-6363.
1: If you have a medical emergency, go to your nearest Rapid Urgent Care. There are several locations to serve you, North Shore, South Shore, a total of six locations. You won't wait for hours to be seen by a doctor. In fact, most patients are in and out in just 40 minutes. Strep throat, flu shots, COVID-19 testing, x-rays, drug screening, or lab work. Go to Rapid Urgent Care. They can handle it on site, no appointment needed. Walk in with your ID and insurance card. For the location near you, go to
6: rapidurgentcare.com. Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a radio and digital account executive. Excellent earning potential, incredible benefits, and wonderful working conditions. Outside sales experience preferred. To apply, go to cumulus.com and click on Work Here. That's cumulus.com. Join the winning team today at Cumulus Media New Orleans and change your life for the better. Radio and digital marketing is a high energy, fun, and exciting career. Apply at cumulus.com, an equal opportunity employer.
2: When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana High School State Championships, the Sugar Bowl's support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllstateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate,
6: Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You do anything to keep your vehicle happy. Let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay guaranteed fit, the right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices. ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only exclusion supply.
5: This is Josh Danzig with Where Yet Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. This Thursday's 420 Day, and what better way to celebrate than at Mushroom Records. 420 day birthday party and sale located uptown on Broadway. And while uptown, don't miss the Tulane Crawfest on Saturday on Tulane campus with tons of crawfish and live music from Tankin' the Bangas and others. Join us next Monday, April 24th at Lucy's Retired Surfer Bar and Restaurant in the Warehouse District for the finals of the Margarita Mix Off Contest. Enjoy complimentary margarita samples, food, and much more.
1: Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results.
7: New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
2: This is where you get all access. Not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061-ICON through CrescentCitySports.com and at NASHFM1061.com.
3: Welcome back to the show here on this Wednesday evening. Ken Trahan with you with all access and college baseball in the news. What a win for the University of Louisiana. The Ragin' Cajuns went to Alex Box Stadium and beat LSU 8-5, to the first midweek loss for the Tigers all season long. Number one team in the nation. Will they stay that way after this week? They've been staying at number one despite losing weekend games. Now, they've won every series, so that is obviously part of it. Bottom line is that they have to continue winning SEC series. This weekend, they go to Oxford to play Ole Miss, the defending national champion, but Ole Miss has not been very good this year. The Tigers' pitching wasn't very good on Tuesday night. And that clearly hurt. But then again, LSU's defense, which has been leaky at times, was leaky in this game. Two errors, two misplayed fly balls really hurt LSU in this game. Javen Coleman started his first appearance in over a year after undergoing Tommy John surgery in 2022. So that's great to see him out there. He got the side out in order in the first inning. Got two strikeouts in one inning of work. So that was the really encouraging thing from LSU's perspective is to get him back out there and to get him performing well. But again, the Cajuns really were the story in this game. They just got it done. They were the better team on this night. And as I said before, I was thinking that LSU had a good chance to go through the entire season not losing a midweek game based on the talent on hand, especially the hitting that LSU possesses. And obviously... That was, you know, an issue last night. The pitching for LSU is the, is the obvious issue for this team, at least in terms of depth. And obviously this is the ongoing issue for this team, is whether it has enough depth or not to be able to sustain being successful. And obviously, this LSU team will hit. That goes without saying. But a good win for the raging Cajuns. They're a good team, and they're playing well in their conference as well when you look at the way their season has gone thus far. And we'll see just where the LSU journey takes it and how they perform at Ole Miss. Again, winning series is the key. The front-loaded schedule of LSU and the SEC was certainly an issue. I mean, they have played a front-loaded schedule in terms of the best teams in the league. Now, they don't play Florida Vanderbilt. That certainly helps. But look, they didn't lose to any Patsy last night. The Raging Cajuns are 26-12. and 12. They're 10-5. and five. And Sunbelt play. This is a good baseball team and a team that has a chance in its league to win but also has a chance at-large. To get into the NCAA tournament based upon the way it is playing right now. So that is obviously uh, the ticket for ULL, win the league. And then of course, if that doesn't happen, you have the opportunity to get in at large if you play well enough moving forward. Also in college baseball last night, Pelican Cup was already decided because the University of New Orleans had beaten Tulane twice at Turchin Stadium. But last night at Mastry Field, Privateer Park, Tulane extracted some degree of revenge, winning 8-6 to over the Privateers. Tulane scored four in the first, but UNO came back and took a 5-4 lead in the second. But then Tulane got three in the third, and then the pitching settled in on both sides. And Tulane emerged victorious 8-6 to in that contest. And, you know, look, I mean, it's been a rough year for the Green Wave, to say the least. 11-26 overall. But last night was a degree of satisfaction. They got home runs from Brady Margett and Jacob Prairie. That was important to get the long ball. They got it. Pitching has been the issue for Tulane all season long. Jonah Walker started, really struggled. But then the bullpen performed wonderfully for Tulane. Seven and two-thirds innings, only one earned run given up by the Tulane bullpen. And Taylor Montiel was clearly... The star there. Three innings pitch, no hits, no runs. Walked two, struck out two, got the win. Gavin Smith came on and got the scoreless frame in the ninth to pick up the save for the green wave, which was obviously important. New Orleans pitching struggled. Trey UC struggled in the starting ball, and then Connor Massive came in, and he struggled and took the loss overall. After Massive, the University of New Orleans bullpen settled in and pitched very well over six and two-thirds innings, allowed just one run. They couldn't quite get back over the hump to be able to overcome the deficit. Gaston Fur, homered for New Orleans in the game. He drove in three runs. Anthony Heron had two hits as well, but a good win for Tulane. As you look at the nature of their season right now, 11-26, New Orleans 21-16. And And again, the privateers have been teetering on the brink of being good, but they haven't quite gotten over that hump. They're only 6-6 six and six in Southland Conference play. When you saw them sweep Southeastern, you thought, boy, this team's ready to roll, but it didn't happen. They went over to Corpus Christi against Texas A&M. Corpus Christi won the first game, but then, you know, could not sustain it, lost the next two. All close games, but lost. New Orleans, uh, back in action this weekend. They're in Lake Charles at Joe Miller Ballpark against McNeese. And again, at 6-6 six and six in the league, they've got to do some better things. Moving forward. And then with regard to Tulane, the Green Wave, eleven and twenty-six, four and five in the American Athletic Conference. Cincinnati this weekend at Cincinnati. So we'll see how Tulane is able to fare returning to league play. Also, Nichols got a win yesterday over Mississippi Valley, thirteen to four. Junior College Baseball Delgado saw its 6 game win streak again. They won the first game with John Melvin 10 to 1, but they dropped the nightcap 5 to 4. I did the games they didn't play very well. In game 2 and, and took an unexpected loss to John Melvin in an AIA program that they had beaten 3 times easily. Delgado will try to rebound this weekend against Baton Rouge Community College, a rival. Region 23 play at Kirsch Rooney Stadium and of course that game the games will be on Saturday, two games to be played a doubleheader and one, and then a single game Sunday and one. All of those games always live on DelgadoAthletics.com, so you can watch those as well. And with regard to the Xavier Gold Rush, they defeated Rust 8 to 7 yesterday in their contest. Still under 500, but a competitive season for Xavier. As well. Nationally, LSU stays number one in all of the college baseball polls as mentioned. Whether they stay there or not remains to be seen, especially after losing to the Raging Cajuns. I think the answer is if they sweep Ole Miss, they'll stay one. If they don't sweep Ole Miss, there's a reasonable chance they'll drop out of it. Florida's been number two in a close second. Wake Forest number three. The other SEC teams, Vanderbilt's lined up right there. Arkansas's lined up, South Carolina's lined up. You know, again, the SEC's so good. In baseball, and the depth of that league is astonishing. But the interesting thing is the last two national champions, Mississippi State and Ole Miss, have both struggled significantly. They're not really factors, which is surprising. And LSU, of course, gets to play both, starting with Ole Miss. This weekend, it is on the road in Oxford again, a three-game series, as all are. So again, back to the original thought where LSU's concerned, their season is clearly hinging on its pitching depth. The LSU's pitching depth will decide whether this team, A, is an Omaha team, and B, is a national championship team. The hitting will be there. Defense has been on and off. That has to be more consistent, too. But by and large, it's clearly about the pitching depth. We know about the Friday night pitcher and how good he is. And beyond that, you, you really have to see if you can find more consistency across the board because at any level of baseball, I don't care what it is, it's all about pitching. You have the pitching, you're going to win. If you don't have the pitching, you're going to struggle, regardless of how good your hitting is or otherwise. So that's where LSU is right now. That's a good synopsis and a good snapshot of college baseball involving area teams. Again, Louisiana at Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, they're good, and they're the one other team outside of LSU that has a real shot in this state to make some noise and get to the postseason. We'll monitor that program very closely moving forward also. All right, we still have one more segment to go on this Wednesday night, so stay tuned as we continue on in just a moment. Ken Trahan with you on All Access for this Wednesday night, and we're back with our final segment in just a minute or two right here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM. And as always, we're on the web at NashFM1061.com.
6: Progressive protects more than just your home and car. You could save when you bundle your motorcycles, ATVs, boats, and RVs. Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of the wind in the trees as your RV sits parked in the forest. Is that the call of the majestic owl? And there's the sound of a tree branch crashing into the roof of your RV. Oof, I guess their nest was in that branch. But you know what does sound good? You're covered with Progressive. So bundle all your vehicles in home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers.
7: With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slack to be in your band
2: next up for lead guitar you're in
7: cool <laughs> yep even easier than that and with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts is it even a decision that's banking reimagined what's in your wallet terms apply see capital one.com bank for details
4: capital one and a member fdic Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. If you've been injured in a crash and the insurance company is forcing you to play defense, it's easy to make the wrong move. Don't let them cost you a big win. Demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. It could be a game-changing decision. Supporting the Saints, fighting for Saints fans, that's the Dudley Boger difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22
6: 1, 3, 5, 8, 1. Progressive protects more than just your home and car. You could save when you bundle your motorcycles, ATVs, boats, and RVs. Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of the wind in the trees as your RV sits parked in the forest. Is that the call of the majestic owl? And there's the sound of a tree branch crashing into the roof of your RV. Oof, I guess their nest was in that branch. But you know what does sound good? You're covered with Progressive. So bundle all your vehicles in home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers.
7: With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slack to be in your band
2: next up for lead guitar you're in
7: cool <laughs> yep even easier than that and with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts is it even a decision that's banking reimagined what's in your wallet terms apply see capital one.com bank for details capital one and member fdic
1: One Mississippi, two Mississippi.
4: Keep counting at those stop signs, Alex Full Stop and doesn't go until she counts to five, McSweeney, because you are a safe driver. And like most drivers who sign up for Snapshot from Progressive, which customizes your rate for how and how much you drive, you could earn a discount for your good driving. So don't turn into an Alex Rolling Stop and goes whenever she wants, McSweeney, because once an Alex Full Stop and doesn't go until she counts to five, McSweeney, always an Alex Full
6: Stop. Well, you know the rest. Sign up for Snapshot today. Aggressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents.
5: Ad paid for by the Sentinel Group. Attention veterans, active duty military, civilians, and contractors. If you were issued earplugs between 1999 and 2015 and were diagnosed with hearing loss or ringing in the ears, you may be entitled to compensation. The manufacturer of these military earplugs recently paid $9.1 million to resolve claims that their earplugs were defective potentially exposing service members to damaging sound levels that could have resulted in hearing loss or tinnitus. If you or a loved one were issued earplugs and were diagnosed with tinnitus or hearing loss, don't wait. You fought for this country, and our attorneys want to fight for you. Call 800 789 4407 now for a free legal consultation and to see if you may be eligible to file a claim. Time restrictions may apply and you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. So call 800 789 4407 now. Again, 800 789 4407. That's 800 789 4407.
2: Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 1061-FM, Nash Icon, at NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061.
3: Our final segment begins on this Wednesday night. All Access, Ken Trahan with you. And LSU continuing to build its basketball program, or should I say, rebuild its men's basketball program. Not women's, of course, but men's. And the latest is another player coming home. This is the theme of this offseason for LSU. Not one, not two, but three players from the Baton Rouge area coming home. Previously, Jalen Cook, who had originally gone to LSU out of Walker High, transferred back to LSU from Tulane after a very good year with the Green Wave. Also, previously, we saw Jordan Wright, out of Dunham School, transfer to LSU from Vanderbilt. Of course, Wright, as mentioned, out of Dunham. And now, a former teammate of Wright at Dunham. And a good one at that is also transferring back to Baton Rouge LSU. Carlos Stewart transferring from Santa Clara to the Tigers. Stewart Last year, 15.2 points, 2.4 rebounds, 2.3 assists per game, and 33 starts for Santa Clara. He was the 2020-21 Gatorade Louisiana Player of the Year, led Dunham to two straight Division III state championships where he averaged 31.7 points a game. They join another transfer, the big man, the 7-footer Will Baker from Nevada as transfers into Matt McMahon's program to help make it more stable and obviously to help make it more competitive after a tough season and McMahon deserves the opportunity to prove that as we've mentioned previously based upon just one year you can't possibly pass any judgment on what he's done you can check out Al Dupuy's latest NFL first round mock draft at crescentcitysports.com and our Saints Hall of Fame events coming up WGNO-WNOL Saints Hall of Fame Open House event is coming up on Sunday, May 14th, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the New Orleans Saints Indoor Facility and Cafeteria. It's totally encompassing. There's food and drink, burgers, hot dogs, potato salad, also drinks. And there will be guided tours of part of the Saints facility, perhaps part of the Pelicans facility, too, to see the inner workings, which fans don't get to see. Also, there will be a silent auction of sports memorabilia and a live auction of some select items and the indoor facility. In addition to that, adolescents can enjoy part of the New Orleans Saints experience on the indoor playing field to have fun and participate, and we'll have former Saints players on hand as well. Really nice event, totally encompassing. It's from 5 to 8 p.m., and it's coming up on Sunday, May 14th at the New Orleans Saints Indoor Facility and Cafeteria. For ticket information, you can go to saintshallofame.com. That's Saints Hall of